Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jody Rivera about her wedding aboard the Disney Dream. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she planned her destination wedding and how it all turned out. So welcome, Jody. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to start with how you guys decided that not only did you want a Disney wedding, but you wanted it to be on the cruise line. Well, my husband and I, we are big fans of Hawaii. And we did get to visit Alani after it had opened. And we really wanted to do it there, but all of our friends and family are on the East Coast. And we currently live on the West Coast. So we thought about what would be better for everybody all around. And having a wedding on Disney property didn't seem, it didn't reflect us as a whole. And the Disney cruise ship was a better fit for us. That's interesting. How did you decide which ship and which cruise to take? We took a lot of consideration about our guests. We knew not many people would be able to attend. We didn't want to do a three-day because we felt it would be too short, and we felt that a week would be too expensive for people to attend. So we went in the middle and did a four-night cruise on the Disney Dream. Okay. And so it sounds like you went out of your way to make sure this was accessible for your guests. How did they react when they found out that's where your wedding was going to be? They were happy. We actually informed them before we officially got engaged to give them time to save and plan. And the people that wanted to be there were there. So we were really happy and they were excited. Oh, that's great. How many guests ended up making the trip? We had a very small guest count. We brought our own photographers on board, and with us and the photographers, I believe there was 12 guests. Okay, well, nice small group so you can do more with them usually. Yes. That's great. So you chose the dream. What locations did you pick for your ceremony? And then I guess that kind of determines where your reception is going to be. We really wanted to do Castaway Key. At the time... I was informed that Castaway Key was not a guarantee so that if the ship couldn't dock there, then you would not get the money and you wouldn't get the refund and your ceremony would be held on board. 
I hear that has now changed because I know a bride recently was able to get a refund because they were not able to hold their ceremony on Castaway Key. So because I didn't want to be out $1,000, we decided to have it just do an onboard ceremony. And because we did bring our own photographers, we had a, a photo session on Castaway Key the next day. Because we had such a small guest count, I really wanted it to be outside. So we were able to book the Meridian patio. Oh, that's nice. Okay. And when you were planning, what was that process like for you? Because it's not like you can do a site visit and, you know, it's mostly over the phone or email. How did that work? The planner that I had at the time was really good with emails. Any question that I had, I emailed. I used and referenced your book a lot, uh, The Passporter's Guide to Disney Weddings and Honeymoon. At the time that we did get married, I was not on Facebook, so I don't even think the Disbrides board was around at that time. It might have been, but I utilized the Disboards, and there was a cruise wedding forum there, and the, the women on there were really helpful. Now, I definitely would recommend the Disbrides on Facebook. That's cool. Now, did you guys stick with the standard package and customize anything in it or add anything? We did customize it a little bit. We went with a Hawaiian theme since we did not have our wedding in Hawaii. So we went with the upgraded cake, the under the sea package, which is the, the cake that has the white seashells on it. And I wanted a little bit more color, and I know they don't guarantee it, but I specifically asked all around in my planning guide and everything, and that my meeting on board if we can get a little bit more color on the shells. And actually our cake turned out really pretty and I was very happy with that. We did a, some additional floral, one for the wedding, which was a medium sized box of rose petals. And that was to be placed down the aisle for when we walked down and the remaining was given to our guests as a petal toss as we left. We also purchased the two Hawaiian lays. We did not use that for our wedding ceremony day. We actually used those for our photo session on Castaway Key the next day. I did bring an aisle runner. I had seen somebody made, painted their own aisle runner and I really liked the look of it. So I went to Michael's and I bought an aisle runner and one of my coworkers did a design on our aisle runner for me and I brought that on board and then the onboard coordinator they set all that up. One other thing that we that I did do as an addition I was seeing all these weddings on Disney World that had signature drinks during their reception and I thought this was a really interesting idea so I did ask if we can do a signature drink during our cake and champagne celebration. My husband and I, our favorite drink is Captain Mai Tais, and that goes in with our Hawaiian theme. And for a while, we didn't know if they would be able to accommodate us, but we did get the okay that they would be able to accommodate and do that signature drink. And then we just had it charged to our stateroom. One other thing that we did during our ceremony was a cocoa nut lay presentation to our guests. 
um, I guess, in Hawaiian culture. It's a symbol of thank you for attending. So I had a coworker of mine that was from Hawaii. She was going back to visit family, and she had brought uh, kukua nut lays back from Hawaii for us. So after our ceremony, before we did the cake cutting and everything, we did present each of our guests with one. That's a great idea. Thank you. And with the aisle runner, because I know people are going to ask, was that something that you talked to your land-based coordinator about, or did you just wait and give it to your ship-based coordinator when you got there? I'm trying to remember if I had asked about that. I think I might have mentioned it, and we were informed that you can bring decorations and stuff on board with you, and anything for the ceremony I gave to the onboard coordinator our meeting on the first day. That's great. Another thing I think my listeners might be interested in is talking a little bit about the process of bringing your own photographers because it is something that I know I recommend for the cruise line because they don't have Disney photography on the cruise. They contract with an outside vendor called Shutters, and I have seen too many people disappointed with their wedding photos on the cruise. And I know so many people are able to find photographers who will go with them for the price of the cruise or the price of the cruise and a little more. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about how that worked for you? Yeah, one fellow cruise bride, she had found a photographer that was was willing to do the shoot their wedding for the price of the cruise. And I thought this was a great thing. We were kind of limited with our funds. We paid for our own wedding. So we were kind of trying to be money conscientious, but also I was afraid to take that chance of the the photography on the ship and looking at the packages that they offered, it pretty much was about the price of the cruise anyway. Mm -hmm. So I did some research and I got recommendation from a fellow cruise bride of a photographer in Florida. And I, I did research and emailed several different photographers asking if they did it, what their prices were and, some were just a little too much for us to afford. And then I did find one that was willing to come on for the price of the cruise. It was a husband and wife team. They would be shooting it together. So we had actually two photographers and we just had to purchase their cruise. And we got all pictures on a downloadable file. No, that's great. Who did you use? We used Tanya Downs Photography. And they're based out of Arcadia, Florida. And I believe she actually had a Disney cruise wedding. Yes, she was a fellow cruise bride. They did their vow renewal. I believe it was the Wonder. I'm not 100% sure with the ship. But yeah, they did get married. Uh, they renewed their vows and also did um, a park shoot, bridal shoot as well. That's awesome. Can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran? Yeah, our day was a little chaotic. So we got married on... We did the four-night cruise, and our wedding was during the Nassau day, and we had a 4 p.m. ceremony, because I, I did want it kind of close to um, sunset. So we were able to go and explore Nassau for a little bit. Uh, we went with some of our guests. Um, to Senior Frogs and had a little bit of lunch and then went back on the ship. I had a hair appointment at the Census Salon. 
at one o'clock with, it was me and my mom that got our hair done. And I was not disappointed, but so the first day you do get to have a meeting with your hairstylist, find out who they are and get to go over what kind of hairstyle you want for your wedding. And I did bring pictures. I had two different styles that I kind of wanted to combine. And so I met with the stylist. And the day of the wedding, when I go to census, that stylist is not there. And so I had a different person. So I had to do the process all over again. And the one thing that I I didn't really like about having the um, ceremony on board or going with the ship is that there's no makeup service. Like, I think it's great that they have the hair service, but I really wish they would do makeups, especially for the brides. I'm not great with makeup, and so I had to do it myself. I had heard that the salon will do it for you, but they use your own makeup and they charge you a fee. And I didn't want to spend the money. So between my photographer and my friends, they helped me with my makeup for the day. So with not having the original hairstylist, I felt the appointment went a lot longer than it should have. Plus I have long hair and I was doing an updo. And... The appointment was supposed to be over around 2, and then that would give me time to get dressed and makeup, and we were going to do pictures in the empty atrium afterwards, plus my husband and I wanted to have a first look, and we were going to do that in Outlook. And with my hair appointment, it just went over, and by the time I got dressed and makeup and ready and everything... We did not have time to take pictures in the atrium. We barely had time to do a first look. But that was so important to my husband. And I wanted to make sure that we got that done. So we actually were a little... Well, I was late for the ceremony because Outlook is at the complete opposite end of the Meridian patio on the ship. And the ship is huge. And the onboard wedding coordinator could not find me. So we kind of held up the ceremony just a little bit, but we were able to get some pictures in Outlook of me and then me and my dad as well. So that was nice. And then the ceremony took place on the Meridian patio at four and the captain of the ship performed the ceremony. We did have my aunt she gave a reading um, beforehand, a Bible verse. And then pretty much after the ceremony is done, you go off of the patio and then they turn around and they announce you back out. And they have the DJ booth set up right there. We did bring our own um, music for the ceremony. It was all Hawaiian music to go with our theme. And... They announce you, and then they you have your cake cutting and dances out there. Another thing, our onboard coordinator kind of messed up the CD. I don't know if it was him or 
the DJ, but I had all the songs in order of how the ceremony should run. And they started playing a song and I looked at them and I stopped them. I said, wait, that's not the right song. (laughs) And so they had to go back and fix it. But it, it went it went smoothly, so it went very, very fast. The other thing, when I talked to you about the signature drinks, I had to remind our onboard coordinator about that. Mm. <laughs> and I figured that would have been set up during the cake and champagne celebration, but it wasn't. In your wedding package, you get champagne and I guess sparkling cider as well and it depends on how many guests well I found out afterwards from my guests that none of them had champagne it was all sparkling cider Hmm. so I don't know if that is the normal thing that they do or if it was just a mess up but I yeah if I would have known that I would have kind of brought that up but I didn't. So we did our first dance. I did a father-daughter dance, and we did pictures in the patio, and it went really, really fast. And then we ended up going around the ship, taking some pictures with our photographers. And for dinner that evening, we did Paolo. And since we had such a small group, we got to do the semi-private room and we brought all of our guests there and then we ended up paying for their dinner. Oh, that's great. So yeah, can you tell my listeners a little bit about how it works when you want to book that room at Palo? The bride and groom get dinner for Palo. They say it's for the night of the your wedding, but you can use it for any night on the ship. And the private room, I think only holds maybe 14 guests. So I knew since we had such a small guest party, that was something that I wanted to do. It was a little bit fancier than just going into the main dining room. And I just thought it would be something really special for them, especially since they spent so much money to be on the cruise with us. We wanted to do that as a thank you to them. So I spoke with our onboard coordinator asking if it was available And they pretty much set everything up. And they asked you if you, how the fee for your guests want to do it, if they need to pay it, or um, if you're going to take care of it, they just add it to your stateroom. That's great. Yes. And it's quite interesting because each guest gets a invitation as well. They get it delivered to their stateroom and informing them of it. Oh, nice. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Uh, My favorite memory of the day, it was beautiful. We had amazing weather, and there was two things that really stood out. My husband and I did our own vows, and we had them on our phones. And in the chaos of everything, I left my phone in the room when I went to go get changed. I completely forgot about it, but my husband ended up having it, and he brought it to the ceremony with us, and it was so funny because I think somebody had they were laughing because our vows were on our phone (laughs) but one of my favorite memories of the day was after we were taking pictures with our photographers and we were done the photographers left to do something before we met up with everybody for dinner there's a a bar outside 
and we went in wedding attire, sat down at the bar, and it was just the two of us, and had a drink, and just talked about the ceremony, and and everything, and really got to just kind of soak in the moment, and it was it was really precious to me. That's wonderful. Was there any aspect when you were planning that seemed like a big deal and then turned out not to be? The cruise, you have limited choices, so you really have to kind of make it your own. And the weather could be a big thing, especially um, for Castaway Key brides. You know, you never know. And we almost wanted to do the ceremony on Castaway Key. And actually for our cruise, it was so windy that it would have been fine, but I'm just glad we ended up having it on board and the the weather was perfect. And I really don't think that there was anything that I thought was a big deal that ended up wasn't. Well, that's good. That's good because some people stress out about so much and it's great to hear that the planning was not very stressful for you. <laughs> yeah, no, all the resources that I used were very helpful and reading what other brides went through and what they did. And like, I, I planned this out pretty kind of far in advance and kind of knew what we wanted to do. And my husband and I kind of talked about it quite a bit. And so, yeah, I really wasn't. And that's kind of part of the nice thing about the cruise too, is that you don't have too much choices. And so there's really not a whole lot to stress out about. (laughs) I think what also helped is we did not have a bridal party. We didn't have a best man, maid of honor, nothing. It was just us. So there's no extra drama or anything that had to add to it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my number one stress-saving tip for weddings is no (laughs) bridal party. (laughs) I had my entourage. My two best friends were there, and they did help me get ready and, and dressed. And they were with us before the cruise and after we were at Disney three days beforehand and some people met us there and so and then we honeymooned at Disney afterwards so and our friends were with us for a couple days after so it really was a fun time. That's wonderful. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney cruise brides and grooms? So one of the things that I had read about like the biggest thing for me were getting pictures especially with Mickey and Minnie and the characters in our bridal gown. And I had read that past brides had no problem just going up to the characters in line and kind of just getting in and getting their picture um, with the characters. Well, my photographer had went up to, I don't know if it was the photographer taking the pictures with Minnie or if it was the character coordinator and said, hey, I have the bride and groom you know, we'd like to get their picture taken with Minnie. And they pretty much was like, well, you guys have to go to the end of the line and wait. And we were just kind of taken back by that because almost everybody that I had talked to did not have that um, experience. And that, to me, was one of the things that I, I really wanted. I felt that spending the money to have the characters come to our cake and champagne celebration would have been a waste because it was such a small group. You know, of course, it was like when they're dressed up in their fancy attire. And so that was the first experience with characters. And then later that night, we ended up going back to the atrium after dinner to get some more pictures. And Chip and Dale were in their tuxedos, and we tried to run to go get their pictures. 
and the character coordinator would not hold them up. They're like, nope, they're done. And like, but wait, can we just get one picture? And they would not hold them up. And yeah, my photographer was taken back and she went and complained to customer service about it. And our onboard wedding coordinator must have gotten informed of this, of how everything went. And he approached us the next day to offer us a photo with uh, Mickey and Minnie, which was great, but it's a day later and I didn't want to have to go through, you know, my hair's not done, my makeup wasn't done, and then I'd have to get dressed again, which I would have, but one of the biggest things was my husband wasn't feeling well. So to do all that over again, we just didn't do it. I thought it was nice of them to ask and offer, but the one thing that I would say to um, future brides, if there is anything at all that you would like to see happen during your wedding, just ask, especially that meeting with your onboard coordinator. Don't hesitate to ask. You never know what they're going to say. You know, it makes me wonder if I would have asked during that meeting if they could have set up a photo session just so that we can take one picture with Mickey and Minnie together if it would have happened because they were so willing to do it the following day. So, yeah, because my cake turned out really pretty with the extra color. I know things aren't guaranteed, but once you get on the ship, you never know. And what the coordinator that you deal with in the beginning during the planning process may not have the answers and may say no. I would still ask again once you get on the ship because things are different and you just never know. Right. Great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I do have to put some more photos, um, my Facebook, all of my pictures from my photographer are on my desktop computer. So I do have to slowly add some and I did not finish my my wedding story on the disboards, and I haven't been on there in a while. But you can message me if you'd like through Facebook, and I'll be more than happy to send any pictures your way. That's awesome. Well, Jody, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone considering a cruise line event, and I really appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you so much, Carrie. I really appreciate it. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.